Hello, and welcome to my podcast. This is episode four of The Way Up, Healing Wounds from Church Hurt. My name is Doug Vasey, and I'm an ordained minister and a graduate of a Christian seminary. My purpose in doing this podcast is to help and encourage people who have been hurt and abused in church groups or religious settings. I've been through church hurt myself, and I know it can be very difficult. But I also know that healing and restoration is possible and can bring you to a great place in life full of love, joy, and peace. In the first three episodes, I shared my healing process, which started out in experiencing real love and then to know that the source of that love, God the Father, is good. In this episode, I want to show healing in action through one of my favorite stories in the Bible in John chapter 4. The story involves Jesus Christ and his interaction with a woman who's referred to as the Samaritan woman or the woman at the well. In many church hurt settings, the teaching about who Jesus is and his relationship to God the Father is often twisted. But Jesus said that he and the Father are one in John 10.30 and that he only does what he sees the Father doing in John 5.19. Therefore, as Jesus deals with this woman, we will see that he acts with the same characteristics of God that I discussed in the previous episodes, that he is love and that he is good. The woman at this story has definitely experienced church hurt. For her, this would have come from her local community, as well as the larger group of the people who were once part of the Jewish nation, now under control of the Romans. First of all, she was looked down upon as a woman, who would be seen as second class compared to a man. And second, she was a Samaritan a group hated by most Jews as dogs or half-breeds. This is reflected in the story when she responds to Jesus' request for a drink by saying, You are a Jew, and I am a Samaritan woman. Why are you asking me for a drink? We also see evidence that this woman was rejected by people in her own community. In the story, In John 4, she is coming to get water from the local well by herself and in the middle of the day. The custom would have been for women to go as a group, either early in the morning or in the evening when it was cooler. So this woman was either completely rejected by the other women or she chose to go by herself in order to avoid snide or cruel remarks from others. The reason for her shame is revealed later when Jesus tells her that he knows that she's been married five times and was now living with a man to whom she was not married. Even though divorce and remarriage were fairly common at that time, she still would have been looked at as an outsider and unwelcome in regular gatherings of families. Therefore, We see a woman who is rejected and shamed 
and seen as unworthy, just as many current people who've experienced church hurt. And yet what Jesus did and how he related to her give us an amazing example of how we should treat others, especially those with emotional and spiritual wounds. The story begins with Jesus traveling with his disciples, going from Judea to Galilee. Verse 4 tells us that he had to go through Samaria on the way. Now I still remember when the significance of this statement hit me. Because of their hatred for the Samaritans, the Jews, which included Jesus and his disciples, they would not even want to step foot into Samaria. Even if it was the quickest route, most people would generally take the long way around Samaria. So for Jesus to want to go through Samaria was a big deal. And for the text to say that he had to go through Samaria means it was not a random decision. It means he had a divine appointment to go there. He acts here like what has been called the Hound of Heaven, which was first a poem published by Francis Thompson in 1890 and has been used to describe the pursuit of the human soul by God's love. Therefore, Jesus had to go through Samaria to talk to this woman that God loved deeply. Even though most every other human was ready to reject her, God pursued her. And when we look at the words Jesus said to her, we can see the power that love and grace can have on traumatized and hurting souls. I believe it is also significant that he talked to her alone because the disciples had gone to the village to get food. Therefore, when he told her about her sin, it was done in private to prevent any more shame than what she already felt. Look at what Jesus had to say to her. In verse 10, he said, If you only knew the gift God has for you, and who you are talking to, I would give you living water. And then in verse 14, he says, those who drink the water I give will never be thirsty again. It becomes a fresh, bubbling spring within them, giving them eternal life. The woman recognizes Jesus as a prophet, but has questions about the living water and where to worship God. To which he tells her in verse 23 that the Father God is looking for those who will worship him in spirit and in truth. She says that they are waiting for the Messiah to come and explain everything to us. And Jesus then reveals to her in verse 26, I am the Messiah after which the woman runs back to her village to tell others about Jesus and what he said. So what we see in this brief encounter, just 27 verses from the start of Jesus' journey to the woman running back to her village, 
is that Jesus can change a life. Jesus acknowledged this woman as valuable and worthy when she felt rejected and unloved. He chose the woman that most of those villagers would have considered least likely, and he revealed some amazing divine truth to her. So any of you who've experienced church hurt and are feeling unworthy, rejected, and full of shame, come to know this truth. God is the hound of heaven pursuing you. Writer Tim Earhart puts it this way. The Lord of the universe loves you. There is a deep divine desire to shower grace upon you, to shelter and protect you. So there is no need to run from God. Let him come and lavish you with his love and grace. Thank you. I invite you to please come next time as I look further at the life-changing effect of Jesus on this woman and those around her.